da 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 You sound insane. You realize that? Yeah. The whole world got crazy. Showtime. It's that time of year again. Oh yes, listeners, it's time for the annual Mad About Movies Rants and Raves TV Pilots Spectacular Jamboree. Uh, I think this is like the uh, 50th one of these we've done, it feels like. <laughs> I don't know, I might have, I've probably watched 600 pilots, uh, you know, over the past mm-hmm. seven, eight years. Um my gosh. Totally worth it. All of them are yeah. great. Just for a bad judge, it was worth it. It was all built into that. <laughs> I don't even remember bad that one. You're gonna have to you're gonna have to recap same. me on that. Yeah. I'm, was that the one with uh Deborah Messing? No. No. That was, was the one with Kate Walsh, I think, yeah. from Grey's Anatomy. She had a run. Uh Deborah Messing one was Mysteries of Laura. That yeah. is an all timer. <laughs> Yeah, I forgot about that pilot right there. That that, that's just one show to me. (laughs) Mysteries of Laura and judging what is it? What is it? uh, Bad Bad judge. Bad judge. judge. And judging Amy was uh, one of those too. And bad teacher. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. So yeah, all good TV series are based off of a Cameron Diaz movie, as I've said repeatedly. Um. That's the only way to know if it's a good move, a good TV show or not. Is if it has Cameron Diaz. Yeah, if it's based off a Cameron Diaz movie. But doesn't star Cameron Diaz. Yeah. That's the that's the oh, key. I that's think. what you want. <laughs> yeah. Well, the uh, I don't know the I don't I'm trying to think of an obscure Cameron Diaz movie, and I can't even do it. I was gonna say there, the something about Mary TV show didn't well, really like the TV show from her based on her character in The Counselor called The Windshield. <laughs> called it was called The Snail, I think. <laughs> Just leave that leave that there for the audience to absorb, <laughs> and we'll move on. Um, so yeah, this is the we do this every year on Mad About Movies. We take take a break from movie talk on a week where nothing came out, which was last week. Uh, I think the battle between Gemini Man and Adam's family and Joker continues. So get out there, folks, and get get out there and see it before before award season really uh, really uh, hits here in November. But this was a, a down week and just so happens to be towards the end of pilot season. And every year we like to come on here, just watch the pilots and predict the fate of some of these shows and, and decide whether we're going to be in or out on most of these pilots. And it's fun every year uh, coming back to this because we started this thing and we said, okay, we're going to do Fox, CBS, ABC, NBC. We'll, we'll pick those four and we'll watch those pilots and you know, maybe 12 between them. And uh, and that was it. But now it's um, pretty much all streaming services, uh, with the exception of maybe a few network TV shows and some cable shows sprinkled in here. But every year it seems like the network shows are being, uh, you know, weeded out by the by the streaming services, the binge worthy shows, the ones that release a season at a time. And um, and that's definitely the case this time. But it's funny for me because I've cut the cord so much that. I don't have half these streaming services anymore, so I didn't get to a lot of these pilots, but I do have PlayStation View, so I got to all the network pilots and stuff, so some hot hot thoughts on all things ABC this year, but um, I'm going to have to lean on you guys uh, for my uh, thoughts on uh, Netflix content and Amazon and stuff like that. Well, those are more year-round, too, so this is more specialty. I mean, people want to hear our hot takes on the network, because the crazy thing about these streaming services, not crazy, but... You know, it's not kind of one release week. It used to be, even with cable, it was like things came out in September, right. and then more stuff came out in February, and that was it. You know, and then there were summer shows. Now it's there's a show a week pretty much all year on the streaming platforms. It's crazy. Yeah, Netflix like puts out one a week. If not a new show, they put out a another season of an established show every every weekend, and it's become like what's Netflix dropping on Friday kind of thing, and. It's good. It's good business for them, um, but you know, they certainly have some pilots in the conversation. Um, so what we've done is we have created a list, a checklist that we have gone through meticulously. Um, I've, I probably started watching these in August. <laughs> you know, I feel like <laughs> yeah. for, or beginning of September uh, at the latest. And um, man, this was a this was a this was a tough one this year, guys. This one. Whew. <laughs> This one's going to be a lot of raves and rants in this one, so so be prepared. But um, 
Well, I guess let's just talk about the landscape on on where these these networks are and kind of what's been going on. Uh, so we'll start with um, Fox. Let's go through the Fox shows first. Um, and uh, first on the Fox list is Prodigal Son, which premiered on September 23rd of this year. Um, what Fox has going on right now is a lot of animation, The Simpsons, Family Guy. Uh, they got The Orville. They've got um, SmackDown. They've got NFL football, uh, baseball, and sports, and that's almost it these days. Brooklyn Nine-Nine is now at NBC. Uh, is New Girl mm-hmm. still a thing? Is that still a no, show? No, that ended? A year or okay. two off. Yeah, that's so that's gone. Um, the Fox Orville is headed to Hulu, too. Okay, another, there you go. That one, yeah. <laughs> Um, and so, yeah, Fox really, to me, you know, other than the Simpsons, like what do they have anymore? It's, it's really, I don't know. Yeah. Nine one one. Is that, is that pretty much it, Brian? <laughs> well, we'll go down like the current list of Fox offerings. Um, and it's pretty I, few and far yeah. between when it comes to, I, I mean, I, I don't know that there's a show. It's a lot of stuff. It's a lot of, you know, um, the Masked Singer gets big ratings for them. Yeah. Um, yeah. They have SmackDown now. They've kind of gone more into that sports and live model um, with, with a few uh, scripted shows. They they always are kind of make sure they have four or five animation shows. There's some new ones that we'll talk about, I'm sure. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, that kind of seems very – they've kind of – I mean, think about Foxes. They're pretty uh, – to their credit, and sometimes to their detriment, but mostly their credit, you kind of know a Fox show when you see it. It's a, they're very conscious of you know their brand. It's mm-hmm. it's always kind of PG thirteen animated stuff or kind of big budget drama stuff. It always seems like a bigger budget than you know CSI or something like that. Sure. And then live, on a, you know, kind of scripted uh, shows like The Masked Singer, event shows like that. So and, and then obviously football and things like that. Right on. Yeah, so Prodigal Son was the first one that I watched from Fox this year. This is a mystery show. Um, this one was a slog. Um, you know, it's it, this is the kind of show that needs a, a star attached. This one needs yeah. like, I don't know, David Boreanaz returns in Prodigal Son. <laughs> you know, one of those kind of things. And this has really nobody uh, note in it. Um, it's about a son who's looking for his origin right um so one of those uh you know stay in it until you know 22 episodes until you actually find out what you've been watching 22 episodes for kind of shows um and there's a lot of those this year you know there's one on abc we'll talk about later but um but yeah this is a kind of a cross between that procedural and uh and a uh i don't know supernatural thriller that makes sense serial thing Yeah. yeah What what was your impression of of Prodigal Son? Not biblical at all, so kind of sacrilegious no. title too. No, yeah, look, it, I thought it was a um, I thought it was a fairly interesting. It's a it's an interesting concept. Uh, I know we have a listener, one of our our, our VIPs, Thomas, uh, worked on the show, and uh, it looks good. It, it does. You're right, Richard. Like Fox has that kind of Fox attitude, and this is definitely in that vein. It's it's pretty uh, it's pretty grim and gritty for what it is. Uh, I found it interesting. I just, I think you were spot on rich, uh, Kent. I don't, I don't really love the lead. And I think this is a show that is only going to go at least for, for our purposes, it's only going to go as far as the lead will take it. And I hate Michael Sheen. Who's the, the kind of the second lead. I hate I was going to say he is a big and, name though. I mean, that's yeah, no, totally, name. totally. It's just it's me personally. I hate list. his face and there's, there's nothing yeah. he can do about that. And so, yeah. um, and then the guy who plays the lead, I just found yeah, not very interesting and instead just a little bit annoying. So uh, I've, I've watched a couple of these kind of in the background since the pilot just to get a feel for where this is going and, and, and how it's going to work and stuff. I don't know that I'm, I'm certainly not going to keep up with it long term, but it's, it's well produced. It's well made. It's a solid show, especially for a network at this, this day and age, but um, there's definitely some things missing, I think, from from it being a, a big hit for for us at least. Yeah, I don't know if it has much staying power. What about you, Richard? I, you know, reminded me a lot of the Blacklist. 
uh, but with a little more of a fox edge, a little more kind of blacklist meets uh, Silence of the Lambs kind of thing to it. Um, yeah, like, it does have the feeling of that, uh, I don't know, what was it, uh, Legion or something yeah. that was on there? What was it, Lucifer maybe? Yeah, Lucifer. Was That's what it was, Lucifer. That's what I'm thinking I, of. You know, this is one of those things. Could I see it going on for a long time? No, but I could also see myself seeing a commercial for that during a football game in four years and going, oh, wow, that's still on. Oh, okay. You know, I could see that. Too. I mean, these things sort of exist outside of my reality. So uh, mm-hmm. I can certainly see a few things happening with it. But but it will be, you know, that was the thing with the blacklist, right, is who's her father? Why is he interested in her? And you think, okay, that's a one-season storyline. And then we look up and they're they're making like season seven of the blacklist. Mm-hmm. But they yeah. just kind of and seven spinoffs and stuff. Yeah, so who knows? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, you never know with procedurals. If they gain a dedicated audience, and they then they, they are those villain of the week kind of thing, and you can kind of make it work. So we'll see. Um, the next one from Fox uh, came uh, on the 29th, and it's an animated show called Bless the Hearts. This is another show about a family, a quirky family with kids. Um, I like The Simpsons, and... Family Guy I watched when I was young. Um, haven't gotten into Bob's Burgers at all. Haven't really gotten past anything else that animation domination is throwing my way. It's just they're all kind of derivative of the same formula. Um, mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's obviously what works for them. So that's why they, they do it this way. And that makes sense. But there's just too many shows like this out there that are pretty good, you know, to keep my attention. Um then, uh, you know, Bless the Hearts might be the next one, but it's going to take a lot of buzz for me to kind of, <laughs> I don't know, get in on yeah. another animated show. It like seems this. like in, in the creator, Emily Spivey, she she, uh, she wrote on, she kind of has the, pulls the two things of of that kind of red state comedy of, of something like King of the Hill. She worked on King of the Hill mixed with that SNL pre- pedigree. Um, yeah. She wrote Wine Country, the Amy Poehler directed movie. I I thought that movie was had a lot of interesting actresses in it, and but I didn't think I thought the script was terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, and all all the stuff I've seen she's written, I'm I and and then this was no, I just don't uh, I don't really her her writing does not connect with me comedically at all. I don't know why that is. So I I didn't I didn't care for this, but but everyone the cast is incredible and everyone. Uh, yeah. of, of of whose comedy I really respect thinks she's a, a great writer. So I, I'm more than willing to say I'm probably wrong. But sometimes with comedy, things just kind of miss with you. And, and this, so far what I've seen from her does, and that's too bad. Because this could be a cool, it's a very Fox show, but it, it could work. Uh, but it didn't for me. Yeah, kind of an odd combination between King of the Hill and, and Family Guy, I guess. And it, I'm, I'm with you, Richard. It didn't really... Didn't really. I didn't really get it. I, it didn't really click with me. I, I mean, I, I, the premise is fine, but it was. Uh, I definitely did not say, "Well, I'm going to go back and watch another couple episodes of this." I was like, "Well, okay, that's fine. And I'm I'm going to move on. If it gets eight seasons, great. And if not, yeah, then that's okay. <laughs> you know, I don't think we're missing anything." Yeah, I've gotten burned by Fox Animation before. Um, I remember they did a show Jonah Hill back in the day. Remember that show, Alan Gregory, where he was like a little kid. Yeah, that was funny, mm-hmm. and I liked it, and it. I think it lasted a season, and then there was another. I remember they did a Napoleon Dynamite animation uh, show, and that was yeah. actually really funny and like really well written and clever and stuff. And that was canceled, you know. So um, I just don't know when when yeah. I'm if I get in, it's got to be canceled. And then as soon as I, uh, you know, say I don't want to watch Bob's Burgers, there's 14 seasons, and I'm. I'm out of the loop, you know. So <laughs> yeah, that's the other not thing, it. Richard. You kind of said like the you know Fox has a very, a very uh, has an identity. You know what you're going to get from them, pretty much. On and part of their identity is there never quite seems to be any rhyme or reason for what sticks around and what doesn't. It's yeah. like it's not even just ratings. It's like just sometimes uh, we love Last Man on Earth. I'm not sure Last Man on Earth deserved five seasons or whatever it got, sure. you know. And but it did, and so that was great. And then. They also have for for almost two decades at this point canceled a lot of shows where you're just like, well, but that didn't even get a chance. I don't I don't know if it was if it was good or not, but we never really got a chance. So it's hard to it's hard to get on board for some of the Fox shows just because you you never know what what's going to stick around forever and what's going to be gone oh, immediately. And they, have, 
They have another one coming, I think, right after the Super Bowl. That's an Amy Poehler, Mike Scully show run. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Duncanville, I think it's called, uh, with with like Wiz Khalifa and Ty Burrell and, and a bunch of <laughs> – Rashida Jones is in that too, I think, and it's like yeah. an Amy Poehler animated show. So we're going to have a Kristen Wiig and an Amy Poehler show. If the, you know, but it's just so much animation stuff. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. I was just trying to get that syndication cash, man. Yeah, totally. Animation They're is so for, banking, yeah. Yep, with TBS or something yeah. all day can just – I, I mm-hmm. can't tell yeah. you how – you know, there's no show less in the zeitgeist to my brain than American Dad, and it's on. Oh yeah, four hours a day. yeah, yeah, yep. Always, always. Remember Son of Zorn or Zork yeah? Or I liked that pilot. I remember it was like half live action. Yeah, it was yeah. Like, it was like yeah. Masters of the Universe if he like lived in a suburban neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they yeah. pushed that one hard because they were still pumping out toys for it like oh, six yeah. or eight months after it had been canceled because it got canceled pretty quick, and they were like, "Uh, oh, we already ordered." 400 million Funko Pops. I guess we just got to <laughs> yeah. sell them. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. That, that'll that'll be a cult classic kind of show that comes back <laughs> sure. or, you know, gets an ALF kind of audience or whatever. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah, bless the hearts. I'm sure it'll be around for 12 seasons. But, um, <laughs> you know, it's, it's like I said, it's just the premise. It's derivative, you know. Um, I just want to see something a little bit different. But, you know, Fox obviously knows what works for them. And uh, so why not copy and paste the formula as many times as possible until you stop making money? That seems to be the uh, <laughs> the strategy. So um, what's next for old Fox Fox on the list? Um, do you want to do a SmackDown Live review, Richard? Or a Great, great <laughs> debut. I haven't seen any more, but a great debut with The Rock. That's my one-sentence review. But that's actually a really smart, I think, addition because it kind of um, – they can they can uh, kind of bridge the entertainment and sports brands with that, um, mm. and it's an existing property gets some pretty big names on the on their network um, in terms of you know The Rock came out that night and you can get John Cena probably back at some point and stuff like that. So yeah, I think that's actually a, a pretty smart kind of one of those things. Go wow, how did this take twenty years to happen? It seems like wrestling should. Well, have I think Fox they forever. like. I think the ratings have like. Like tanked into the ground, like immediately. Like it got a pretty big debut because you know we had The Rock and Ric Flair and everybody there, and then like the week after, it was down like over a million people or something. Interesting. Well, maybe so. I mean, who knows? When I heard that was happening, I was like, "Oh, that makes that makes sense." Uh, Oh, it it definitely makes sense, but I think the Friday is just the dead, like dead in the water. You know, cut time slot. Unless it's like event television or something like that. And if it's every week, it's not event television, is it? You know, so it's one of those things. Um, so, yeah, um, Brian, you want to run us through some of the Netflix shows? Yeah, there was one more on Fox, if you want to knock okay. that out there. The, uh, Almost Family, which was terrible. I don't know if either of y'all watched that, but oof, it was... Uh, can't imagine that that one is almost human. Almost, <laughs> I know it's like they it always like have to pilot famous. one. That, yeah. yeah, yeah, we got to get one, one pilot in there that starts with almost. But, uh, but yeah, that's the one that's about the, uh, oh, the the <laughs> the doctor who uh, impregnates everybody. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. with stuff. Tim Hutton, right? So, yeah, yeah, um, and it's pretty. It was pretty terrible. So. Yeah, I think that's um, a. Uh... Think could be wrong. I think they had some DFW, like I think they filmed some of that here. Mm, okay, well, oh, good for us. It's a tough one for us. <laughs> yeah, we'll take we'll take another L. On that yeah, one. There you go. <laughs> it's a good old DFW. We're just uh-huh. tearing off yeah. the national news lately. That's right. Uh, Anytime right. you can base your pilot on uh, incest, I think. I mean, you have to do it. You have to do it. That's uh, that's not great. Mm-hmm. Not great. Oh, okay. Let's go through these uh, streaming services. So the first one on Netflix, and I don't think I've seen any of these, to be honest. Um, let me see. Uh, okay, I have Good seen. I have seen a couple of them. I have seen a couple of them. <laughs> I've seen. I've seen like three of them. Two of them. Three of them. Three of them. Um, Carnival Row uh, is an Amazon show. Did you see that, mm-hmm. Brian? I did. I watched an episode, maybe an episode and a half. It's it's very trying to be Game of Thronesy, um, but it's also sort of I don't know. It's like fairies and oh. goblins and things. So like it's set that. in a but, carnival. But 
basically it's set it's like an alternate i guess it's supposed to be like an alternative history or something but it's Hmm. it's half humans and half fairies and goblins and things like that and uh and it's in like i don't know the late 1800s maybe something like that it's it's a period piece and it stars orlando bloom and cara so (laughs) oh great i know it's big time up your alley can't both are uh, peaking yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah Couldn't have come. If they're doing this time. show. They're obviously peaking. Yeah. Right? Hey, it's Amazon money, man. I'm sure they got it. Yeah, they don't care. Yeah. They really it's don't true. care. It's true. Um. So the show uh, Netflix that premiered was um the Spy. I did not see the Spy. This was a good one. This was a good one. It's it's uh it's got Borat in it doing yeah. serious work, and he's oh, very nice. good. Yeah. It's very it's it's very good. I've watched two episodes of that. And I, I intend to go back and watch the rest of it. It's it's very solid, and I think it's supposed to be a limited series, not a recurring thing, mm. which I love. I love, especially yeah. Netflix or any, any of the streaming like services. Anytime you want to do is, yeah, totally. If you want to do a, a limited series, I'm all in because I just think it's. I don't know. We we have so many freaking television shows. It's great to have a, a you know a contained story sometimes. Yeah, I uh, I did see Wu Tang and American Saga on Hulu though. I don't know if you did, Richard, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, I want one note on the Spy. A couple of yeah. things. I liked it as well. Um, the things there is one piece of criticism on here. It says the series has been criticized for not perhaps being historically accurate. His life was not a maid, <laughs> and there is no independent verification about who the Syrian elite Cohen met while working undercover in Buenos Aires or Damascus. So, just want to get that out there. Sure. No way. It's weird that this Netflix series isn't a documentary. I I don't know. I, I know. <laughs> I uh, actually watched Borat with my cousin this weekend. Mm-hmm. For the, I, I probably have not seen it in twelve years. Incredible film. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> I watched it like a couple a month or two ago. It holds up so well. It might yeah. be the best movie about America. Yeah, ever. that scene with the frat bros and I the. Know. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that is just—we should have seen what was coming the next ten years, right? Exactly. That's what I mean. It's uh, so it, yeah, it is incredible. <laughs> um, the next is the island on Netflix. Oh boy, is this about Ooh, an boy. island or a land of the letter I? I don't know. Yeah, they're going for the pun. Or did what? you watch this, Richard? I did. Um, uh, trying to be lost. I guess yeah. kind of lost mixed with Assassin's Creed mm-hmm. basically. So it is an island. Yeah. Yeah, it, oh. it's it's a bunch of people wake up a bunch of beautiful people wake up on an island and they don't have any real memories and they each have like one item, you know, one person has a knife and one person has a conch shell and things like that. And then they're just trying to figure out what they're doing and all this, but um it's like a <laughs> rehab kind of thing for broken people too. Yeah, yes. it was. Uh, it was. Uh, no, this wasn't good. Bruce McGildo, he always scares me. He's in this. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it had some of the. I've only seen one episode. It had some of the worst dialogue I've, I've yeah. ever seen on a TV show. It was a lot of exposition for no reason and very like. At one point, it's Kate Bosworth. Who I mean, it's not like Kate Bosworth is Gary Oldman, but she's speaking. He feels like she she should be better than this, but. She's uh, it may not be one of the characters anyway. Is trying yeah, is trying to figure out the combination to a lock or something, and she's she says out loud, "Okay, one plus two is three, and then three plus two is five. And she's like doing kindergarten arithmetic out loud so that you, the audience, can and it and that it kind of that kind of sums up the whole <laughs> the whole show, the whole experience with the island. Also, super rapey. So. Yeah. Always a always a plus if you're trying to get two really, or three seasons. Really pushing the mystery so you can learn more. And I was uh-huh. like, I don't care about this. I'm <laughs> right? Yeah, all these people should die. That's okay. <laughs> oh man, that's uh, I'm gonna have to check that one out. Raving <laughs> endorsement from the <laughs> Brian and Richard. I um, mean, it's almost like worthy of. You lose a bet, you have to watch this show. Like it's that bad. That's it's. Not not great. Not a great look. Yeah. The um, next one is Unbelievable, which we talked about on the show. Um, this one is more, less like uh, serialized, though. I mean, they're not, there's not going to be like 10 seasons of this, is there? 
I don't think so. So I, they've kind of hinted at maybe they'll do a second season, but mm. it may be one that is different. It's just different detectives and different yeah uh, people and all that. Just same format, the same but title. like trip. Uh, yeah, change up mm-hmm. the uh, um, I guess the subjects. Sure. Yeah. So that it's one is great. is strong. It's yeah. Very good. It's definitely yeah. not. I don't. I mean, it's. It came out during this window, but it's hard to consider it like a pilot, you know, sure, because um, mm-hmm. it is like an isolated experience kind of thing. But, uh, but yeah, definitely recommended. Unbelievable if you haven't seen that. Um, Undone on Amazon. I'm coming. You, undone. I did, I did <laughs> not see this one. This one's out of my out of my range. Where yeah, I did you? not. Brian, we're gonna need the review from the completist. <laughs> Adrian, yeah. if you're out there, please send us right. some thoughts. Right. Yeah, I watched one episode and that was that was enough. It's it's doing the um, I don't know the technical term for this, but you know, uh, remember a scanner darkly with the oh yeah the animation over live action. Oh yeah, I know what this is. Then yeah, yeah, yeah. It's doing that, and um, I hate that. By the way, I do too. <laughs> that that that's my thing. I was like, this might be. Uh, there are people for which this is really cool, and that's great. I'm just not one of those people because it really I don't I don't like that style at all. Not a fan. So potential or no? <laughs> I kind of doubt it. You know, Certainly no, not for, for me. But so it's science fiction. It's not even science fiction, really. But it was kind of hinting at maybe it, it it would be. I don't know. It it was more just this is the you know this person who's struggling with uh, I don't know life and addiction and all yeah. that and trying to figure and and trying to figure it out but done so in that style oh, it's got it's uh, Odenkirk yeah. yeah it does yeah it's got a good cast just yeah. I don't know it's not not my kind of thing John Corbett all. man 100% on the old RT yeah Brian. yeah I might have to check this one out this looks like one I would it's closer like. yeah it's more you than, than yeah. me and Richard I think Kent. Sure. it's yeah. Rosa Salazar the, the woman who was in um, Alita Battle Angel earlier this oh. year so oh. so, so we, another her looking really, really weird exist. yeah she can only be animated right? yeah she can only look really <laughs> strange and off-putting and, and she lives right. in the uncanny valley that's uh-huh. like her yeah her resting place um so the last kids on earth is netflix is spinoff of the last man on earth for tandy has a <laughs> has kids yeah, and animated yeah no, oh it's yeah. animated it is animated. It's based on a series of books i watched i watched like 10 minutes of it and thought this could be something my kid will watch and then just never we never got back to it it's, i think it's probably like a year or two over his head but it's definitely aimed at eight to ten year olds not not us it's a uh book by max brailler and yeah. um it's been on, been on the new york times bestseller list so it's a kids book series that's been adapted into a uh i guess a uh what's it called a netflix series really yeah. cool yeah Awesome. Well, uh, if you've got kids, there's a new show for them to check out, uh, Last Kids on Earth. Um, get them on that, on Netflix Kids. Criminal on Netflix. This Criminal. one is interesting. Um, it, it there's I think there's four different versions of it in different languages. So it's, it's UK, it's I think Germany, France, and then there's one other. And the entire the entire hour takes place inside an interrogation room at a police station. So it's you have however many hours to to crack this suspect and get him to confess or figure out what he did and, and whatnot. And it's all so it all takes place basically in the, the interrogation room and the very surroundings of that. So like the Coke machine that's right outside the interrogation room and things like that. Um, and the first episode had David Tennant in it. The second episode is Haley Atwell. Uh, I think it's only three episodes in each language. And it was very good, very interesting, and, and a kind of a, a cool, I don't know if that's unique, but it was a cool concept, and it's, it's done very well. Production value is very strong. Awesome. Cool. Um, Bob Hart's Abishola oh, on yeah, CBS. CBS. CBS, always our favorite. This is our favorite time. <laughs> this is the traditional sitcom uh, of the, uh, I guess, offering. You know, there's only yeah. one or two of these. There's CBS two time. two on CBS this time. Buckle up. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Bob Hart's Abasola. Brian Gill. Oh, review. Man. 9 um, out of 10 or 10 out of 10? <laughs> well, if you're going to give me those I'll, two choices, 
I guess uh, nine out of ten, if I have to choose between those, gonna mark me down for that. Okay, uh, this is yeah, this is pretty pretty terrible. Chuck Lorre, um, the goat. Maybe not the the best choice to be like the voice of of woke CBS. Um, <laughs> I would say, but but who am I to judge? Um, is he actually writing this? Because I know his most of his energy is in that show, the. The Kaminsky, Kaminsky method, method. Oh, that show yeah. is rough. Oh. <laughs> it won like every Emmy too. Yeah, yeah. They, they love Man, I talked. That, I talked about that one last year on the episode. If yeah, you want to yeah. check out that, but um, whew. yeah, I don't know if he's writing this or or just okay. taking money from it, but it's not good. Uh, and and I mean, <laughs> you know, as we have said a thousand times on the show, it takes a lot to get to a place where I feel like. I might actually be offended by this. <laughs> this one, this one might do it. It really does not handle its its source material very well whatsoever. Not 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 really, not really the the best at social commentary that it is trying to be. So, anybody else see this? Uh, it was on. Uh, <laughs> it was hard to. I Billy Gardell is one of those actors that just I can't stand. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, not a not a huge fan of this, and I didn't. Uh, yeah, crazy. This one got. This seems like a such a pilot le- left behind kind of show. Yeah, where they just kind of cash their check. For, it's crazy. This one made it to air. It's it's so. Uh, yeah, it's. But I think Lori just decides what he wants to put on CBS because he's made them bukus, and mm-hmm. that's fine. But <laughs> you wish he would do a little better than this. But yeah, this yeah. is pretty rough. This and then like that one with. Schmidt from New Girl and Cedric the Entertainer. Oof, I mean, those are all, yeah. that's on season two now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like they're like the parodies. neighborhood. Yeah. yeah, they're like parody sitcoms that would be on in another show. Right. Yeah, but they're real. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> Cedric actually talked about that. I saw him on like Kimmel or something maybe a month ago, and he said season one of the neighborhood, which we pointed this out. He said it. It was written like a person trying to be black. And he yes. and he said for season two he he was like, "Yo, let me help you guys," <laughs> and like now he's like way more involved in, I guess what the show is the neighborhood. So it might be better now. Like at first it was really tone deaf. Um, this pilot was fine. I just don't see this lasting nine seasons or anything like that. It's not the next Friends or anything like that. You know, it's <laughs> uh, got some charm to it uh, certainly. Uh, it, um, I don't see how it can't be racist eventually though. You know, like <laughs> when you have a show that's solely based on that premise, it's, yeah. you, you can only like, you have to play up, play that up for comedy, you know? Um, and so I don't, I can't, don't imagine a scenario where there isn't some kind of controversy where yeah. CBS is under fire today for an episode <laughs> of, you know, right. Right. Well, and the thing about it too is like it's for the one episode I watched, you know, it was trying to handle the relationship between a white guy and a black woman. And maybe it handled it well. I don't know. But it wasn't super offensive. But then in the process, it was, uh, I would say, pretty, pretty, uh, pretty offensive towards Asian people, you know? So it's just like, well, right. Yeah, exactly. It's it's like, they were like, well, we got to pass on this because we're, uh, we're, we're putting a a strong black woman on screen. So we could probably take some shots at, at Asian distribution, right? Like it'll be fine. And it's like, well, that's not really what we're, what we're after, but, uh, not great. This wasn't the worst, the worst pilot I saw, but it was certainly very close. I would say. Yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty rough, but, um, you know, there's an audience for these these standard sitcoms. I mean, uh, Mike and Molly had yeah. 20 seasons. Uh, yes, dear, he was on as well, uh, which I liked him on. But um, yeah, um, I was out off after Yes, dear. If O'Malley's out, I'm out. That's my right. rule. Right, <laughs> Richard. Did you see this one? Yeah, no, it's, I, I, yeah, I, I'm kind of still the I like mindless uh three camera sitcoms. Yeah, so do I. If they're I funny. Wish they were better. Yeah. You know, we've forgotten mm-hmm. how to write for them, which is a yeah. shame. Mm-hmm. Cuz I think all the good comedy writers are doing cooler stuff, which I understand, but I wish someone would hang back and make these good cuz these are what I like to watch like 
for 20 minutes before I go to bed. Yeah, sure. There's some comfort yep. food element to that. For sure. Well, you want to move right into Carol's second act then? While yeah. we're oh, my gosh. Talking about that, the sitcoms? That's the worst one. I saw for sure. <laughs> so I, I, I was dying. That was a... I was as cl- I mean, it's only 22 it minutes long, and I yeah. was so close to turning it off so many times. It was so, so terrible. Oof. Oof. Yeah, I was, uh, I was, that's this one of the ones I was watching, and, uh, and, uh, I think the, the lady came home from work and was like, you know, I was watching it, and she, like, sat, made some food and sat down and started watching it, and, like, went in the other room, and, like, the next day, she was like, what was that we were watching last night? <laughs> I was like, oh, it was this pilot I had to watch for the, uh, she was like, that was one of the worst things I've ever yeah. seen. <laughs> like, I didn't yeah. even review it. I just told her what it was. She's like, that was so terrible. <laughs> um, I could see this going for eight seasons, though. Totally could. Totally, 100%. Yeah. Look, it, it's, CBS this, and this she, is, has, and she yeah. has a gift, man. She, she does. And, the middle was on like 100 years. Yeah, and I think this has <laughs> enough ensemble, enough like unpredictability to the premise of it, you know, the hospital setting and everything. And, uh, you know, the kind of new adventures of old Christine, like yeah, older woman trying to make it in a younger society spin, uh, I think this could be around for a long time. This is my prediction for, like, longest lasting show out of here. Maybe maybe on the whole list, mm-hmm. honestly. Sadly. Yeah, could be. I mean, look, it, it's CBS. It is extreme generic company food kind of thing and it's a you know it's a recognizable face so yeah it absolutely could be on forever i would it would be actual torture to have to watch a second or third episode of this it was horrendous yeah i cannot disagree it was uh it was among the roughest pilots that i've seen in a in a long time but um like i said i've said that about a lot of shows that we've talked about <laughs> and they're still on the air and making yeah. bukus of money so what the heck do i yeah. know I, I think I would put Carol's second act on the list of like the worst pilots that we've watched over the course of the however six years we've done this thing or seven, however many times, how many episodes we've done of this rants and raves. Mm-hmm. I think it, it has a place in that top five or top six of the worst that we've seen. It's the rest of these were not that bad in comparison yeah. to Carol's second act, but gosh, that was a tough one. So, uh, next one we have is All Rise on CBS. Is this another Judge show? Of course, yeah. Aaron Judge? Just yeah, just uh, book it <laughs> for six years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Got a courtroom in it? Okay, well, we'll just go ahead and see. Old's gonna old, man. The... They, need, they need stuff yeah, to old, too. And that, that uh, definitely would be it. Um, Mixed Dish on ABC? Um, I, I was like going into this, I was like, okay, why are they doing this? And then when I saw the pilot, I was like, oh, it's actually like related to the show Blackish in some way. Okay. And then it totally made sense why they would do it, but it felt offensive until I saw like how they did it. And it feels like, Mm -hmm. you know, I guess, uh, respectful and genuine to like the original show, you know, it's not just, oh, let's just take another race and do an ish on the end. You know, it's like. No, it's about her, <laughs> sure. you know, his wife's family and her background and all that. Um, yeah. And it's more flashbacks than it is like, yeah, the, you know, standard, um, I guess, procedural sitcom type sure. situations. But, um, but yeah, I thought it was a solid pilot. What about you? Mixed yeah, it was fine. Uh, I haven't watched yeah. Blackish in in a few seasons, but um, same, but. But it's but that's a really solid show and one of the totally. certainly one of the better shows uh, on the networks that we've I think that started the year we we started doing this or um, I think it was the year after I think the year we started okay. was like the year of the the Goldbergs um, okay okay so okay. that was like a year sure. before I think that okay. one but uh, gotcha. I remember the Goldbergs being like and Brooklyn Nine Nine was like in our first batch right. too um, right of pilot they've grownish too right yes yeah. There's a couple of spinoffs of this, and it's it's a, I mean it's solid. It's a solid solid tree. I'm not gonna. I'm probably not gonna watch another episode of this, but it yeah. was certainly uh, mid tier for what you expect from a pilot. Like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I like Mark Paul Goss. I can't I can't quit him. I can't quit Zach Morris for some reason. I always want good things for him, and so I'd love for it to be successful. I don't know that I'm gonna be uh, along for the ride. Uh, Emergence on ABC. AKA this year's manifest. 
Manifest oh. still on, by the watch way? Watch your mouth. I only <laughs> watch the pilot, but I watch it. You only watch it, yeah, you, you repeat it, watch it. Yeah, yeah. Right. I watch it about once a week. That's, that's good. <laughs> Richard's entire office at home is just uh, theories about yeah. Manifest. <laughs> Tied together just with the, yarn. Just the pilot, though. Yeah, it's just, yeah. It's, yeah. I don't want to know. I want to figure it out myself <laughs> for a few years. There's just just yarn everywhere strewn yep. throughout the room. Like uh, this one, um, I really like Allison Tolman a lot from um, Fargo season one. Who is yeah. the lead in this? She's really talented. Um, but this is another one of those like we're going to string you along for twelve seasons and maybe not tell you anything about <laughs> what this actually is, but you're going to tune in so that you hope you find out. Yeah. Um, about like a young girl who has mysterious psychological supernatural powers events happening and got to figure it out. That's the show. Um, fine. But uh, I mean, there's one of these every single year, every single year, there's a big premise, big buy, um, big concept kind of show. And this is, Mm -hmm. seems to be the one for this year. Yeah. And what sucks, what's tough for a show like this is you you got to give us you got to give the audience something f- as far as some some answers because if you don't you won't get six episodes let alone six seasons you know and so you're you're kind of in a bad space it's it's it does happen every single pilot season and and pretty much every pilot season you want to be like guys don't do this like shop this to Netflix or something because you kind of need an end date, you need some buy-in, you need to know how long you're going to have to do this right, because otherwise you either perpetually leave the audience to be like, well, what is happening here? And they stop watching, or you give answers too early and it kind of blows the the mystery and, or makes it less interesting and even anyway. So I love Allison Tolman too. She's the wrong actress for this, this show too. She's, she's trying to do kind of a, I don't know. It's it's a in the middle between super serious and super quirky, and it just doesn't. I just don't think it fits her skill set very well, and makes it kind of a tough watch at times. Um, despite there being a little bit of, I mean, it's interesting, but it's I don't I don't know that it has a lot of legs moving forward. I don't think so either. Richard, did you see this one? Uh, no, I did not. Not that one. I did not get to yet. I apologize. Well, apology not accepted. Okay, fair enough. I'll see myself out. (laughs) How dare you? (laughs) Um, Stumptown, starring Kobe Smulders. Um, This one has some potential, too, I think, to to go pretty far. It's based on a graphic novel. Um, Kobe's uh, obviously got her fan base from the Marvel Cinematic Universe and ABC and uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And um, this was a really solid pilot. Really well shot, unpredictable, um, stylistically fun too like the way they did some of the titles and it just felt a little bit more fresh than a lot of these um and so yeah i, I would watch another stump town what about you ryan yeah i liked it i don't know that i'm locked in for the long haul or anything but i came back and watched another episode and i'm still recording it i might i might this could totally be a I'm working from home for from home for two straight days, and I need something on in the background. Sure, mm-hmm. I'll watch six episodes of Stumptown, no problem. That, yeah. That's uh, that's fine. Kobe, I like Kobe Smulders. I like Jake Johnson. This is perfectly fine, non offensive, non too serious, non really have to pay attention kind of network television, and that's great. I'm I'm all in on that kind of thing. If you can just just keep my interest ten percent, you know, it's a very low standard. I feel like to to stay in on a show like this, but it was fine. A fine show. Solid coffee as well. Stumptown. Yes. <laughs> what about you, RB? Stumptown? Fan? Stumptown. Love Kobe. Big uh, How I Met Your Brother fans in this house. And, uh, and uh, I, uh, yeah, I enjoyed this. It's not, it's the exact kind of show I don't watch, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought it was really well done. I think she's a real, she's not a movie star by any means. She, she could definitely hold it a big show for a long time. Um, yeah, no, but it was, it was a cool little pilot, but I'll, I'll never return to it. It's too good. You know, I want things <laughs> yeah, that are either good. way sure. better than this or way worse. Is kind of how I like to be <laughs> with my television watching. What, uh, what Chicago show got added this year? Chicago uh, vets sh- or Chicago DMV. 
Oh, riveting, riveting. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. It's a drama. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> and it's just about. I mean, it's very clerical. Um, yeah. Mostly paperwork related mm-hmm. stuff, but yeah. it's with stakes. You know, there's high stakes yeah. to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love Next that year, night on I think, NBC. Uh, that's just Chicago. It's like, <laughs> yeah, that's such a funny. Yeah. They, I have a their theory. midseason replacement is Chicago Boat Tour. Uh, oh, just, cool! It's guys, get ready. Okay. Nice. You see it in advanced screening. I like oh, yeah. their idea. NBC has this. This uh, we'll get to it in a second, but uh, this I have this theory because no one really, you know, everything's so splintered now. You can win ratings nights with much lower ratings than you ever did before because there's a million platforms and networks. So uh, I like NBC's strategy of just assigning shows or pardon me, cities to shows, and then knowing. We'll just get everyone in this city to watch this show, and then we can finish third in the ratings and or second. You know, like, like so it's like that bluff city law law or whatever. It's just they're going to be start. They're going to start. It's going to be like Tucson Dental, and they're just going to win all these cities over and just kind of game the ratings. So I think it's a smart strategy. Solid, yeah. Solid. All right, we've got Evil on CBS. Evil. Evil. Pretty sure they just made this because there wasn't already a show called Evil. We could do it, you know? <laughs> just going through the dictionary. Yeah. They're one of these? No? Yeah. Okay. We need a Mark show with that's one word. There's Emergence. <laughs> Take, nope. There's already a show this year called Emergence. Dang it. Uh, what about okay. Evil? Oh, it's good. I like yeah. it. Treadstone. <laughs> um, this one I did not see either. Beagle? Yeah, I watched this. Uh, I watched two episodes of this because I wanted to. The pilot's not good at all, and I, but it had like a really. I don't even say a really interesting, but it's semi-interesting premise, and I kind of just wanted to see. Does it land? Does it find its feet a little bit in, in the second episode? I don't know that it did, but I think it'd be really. I think this show would be cool as a Fox show or maybe a Netflix series. Yeah, I don't think it can CBS. be done well. Yeah, totally. I don't think it can be done well on CBS. Do you see this, Richard? I did. I was kind of fascinated by this because the commercials were so not CBS-y. And I, mm-hmm. This is such mm-hmm. a weird fit for them. You can always kind of – I would have bet a million dollars that this was on Fox or something. Sure. Uh, but bad. But, yeah, no, this isn't – This isn't gonna, not only is it not, not very good, but it's their uh, viewers are not going to like this. Yeah. It's very demon-y. So yeah. I, just, I just don't think that plays well with – with the can't find my remote crowd that CBS brings in. So I, I don't know how that, how that works. But, you know, once they tie in uh, Patricia Heaton, it might work a little better. <laughs> All things do, out. man. Yeah. Get those crossovers going. Yeah. Yep. You know what? <laughs> this pilot season is suspiciously absent of DAG. I know. What is going on? Well, Wait yeah. for January. I'm sure January will come around and he'll be, no. he'll be back on. You know, it's so funny. Can hope anyway. We need to do a DAG uh, podcast where we review all of his pilots. We should. Because you know what's we so should. funny about funny. that is like the reason he's in so many pilots is like, you know, so many of these get pitched and, uh, and you know, made and get the green light just to do the pilot. And, and many, so many of them are like, yeah, this show is good, but you know what would make this great? DAG. And all of They're them, all of them are like, "Yep, that would make this show great." <laughs> and they, you know, it's like it's always a selling point every year that Dags and you know, plus David Allen Greer, you know, uh, and it never, never comes to. I, I want so bad for him to be in like something that's on nine, nine, ten seasons, or he's yeah. just killed. It'll happen. Yeah, I thought it was going to be that old people one Car- he was in. I thought it was gonna be that Carmichael show on. Uh, yeah, that was on good. NBC. That was on for a couple seasons. But both of those, old. that and the Cool Kids, was that what the? Mm-hmm. Uh, both of those were really well received. They just didn't really find an audience. Yeah. We need Dag and like some cool, like he needs his own version of Louie. That would be cool. Just like dark single camera. <laughs> Until the end where he daggy, 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 daggy. opens the hotel room door. and like... <laughs> No, not exactly that. Oh. Not exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, good. Um, next, uh, we've got NBC. Some sitcoms from NBC. Uh, first, we've got Perfect Harmony starring Bradley Whitford as a um, choir instructor. <laughs> yeah. It's like Mr. Holland's Opus meets Glee. 
Um, yeah. This one's rough. Oh man, this is really rough. I like Bradley Whitford a lot. Who wants to tune into that every week? Like, who? To me, that's the, that's the biggest like question. Is like, how are they going to market this thing? Like, tune in this week when like a church yeah. choir does um, Run DMC covers or something. Like, it's very <laughs> weird, you know. It's like, yeah. You're gonna love this mashup. Yeah. yeah. Um. You know, in the years that we've been doing this, um, I've certainly seen lots of worse pilots in this, but I, I will say the networks have gotten better at this whole thing. They've they've done a better job of, it's like at some point in the last five years, it clicked of like, huh, maybe it's a terrible idea for us to give 25 different people $3 million each to make, a t- to make one episode of a TV show that then we're going to say, nah, no thanks and throw away. It's literally setting money on fire. And so you've had more straight-to-series orders. You've had more, uh, you know, whatever, eight-episode orders, things like that that give shows an opportunity to make an actual first episode, first season uh, of, of a show instead of a pitch episode, basically. And so most of the the pilots that we got this year for the networks, I, I don't think felt like this one feels like it was made in, in 2009. Like it has that pitch meeting feeling to it that is so off-putting and disconcerting. Like you just, there's, I can't imagine watching this show and saying, or this, this episode and saying, oh yeah, I definitely want to come back for another one of this. Like at best you're saying, well, that was really bad, but I like Bradley Whitford, so or I like Anna Camp, so I'm gonna try again next time. It just it had that that pitch meeting feeling so ingrained into the like every line of 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 the episode, which was horrible. Yeah, this one was tough. I didn't uh, I didn't see episode two, but I made it through Same. the pilot, so I was proud of myself without turning <laughs> without turning it off. I love Bradley Whitford, but I don't I don't know if this is. I don't, know, I don't know. He's so charismatic, so it's hard to say it's not the best use of his talents because you need somebody that's extremely like that. But why are they keep trying to pitch like shows about about like inner city choirs? You know, like what was that show like last year? That was like the drama that was on NBC. That was about the All Rise. Oh, was that what this? No, no, that was that's on CBS this, this year. year. Uh, <laughs> there's one. It was like that though. It had the word rise, maybe. Um, yeah, I don't know. Well, but it still, was a... Uh, yeah. It was... Uh, I feel like there's one of these every year, though, with a choir yeah. show, <laughs> you know? Like a yeah. teacher, down-and-out teacher, finds his strength in life by inspiring young youths, you know, kind of thing, right. you know? Um, well, it's like every year... <laughs> so, like Someone like Pentatonix has this... One moment every single year, they do something on, I don't know, the voice or uh, the tree lighting ceremony in <laughs> Times Square, whatever. They do something, and then that just makes and it, it goes viral, and that makes every TV executive think, I think this entire country is obsessed with acapella. We have to do a choir or acapella. It was, show. it was and called then, Rise. <laughs> yeah, I'm Josh not joking. Ratner, I think it was called yeah. Rise, and, and it was out, about and a drama like, teacher. Well, this is terrible. Yeah. yeah, nobody. I don't think people really care that much about this as, as certainly as much as TV executives seem to think we do. Absolutely not, Richard. Did you see Perfect Harmony? I did not. <laughs> I did nice. I um, also, they've got Sunny Side. This is the Michael Schur, um, new. I guess, uh, show with, uh, Harold and Kumar's, um, Cal, um, Penn. And that's basically it. It's about, a, I don't know. This one was really odd. Like the premise of it, you know, it's about like a guy running for office. Um, Brian, did you see this one? Yeah, I watched one. That that's enough. I think it's already been canceled. <laughs> Has so. it? Oh, good. I think they pulled it from from the slate, so they may have a few left in the can. But it, it looked was... like it was about a preschool, and then I watched it, and it was about <laughs> you know, like the don't the logo and like the name because Sunnyside isn't that the Toy Story preschool like in Toy Story isn't it called <laughs> yeah, Sunnyside? Yeah, yeah, not good, uh, not good, and just not a great. I don't. I don't 
there's a lot going on in our country that is ser- super serious and deserves uh, recognition and 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 all of that. So, I don't know that I don't know that a 22 minute sitcom starring the worst side of Harold and Kumar is gonna be the one that really brings us together on the immigration issue. So I'm not sure that we really need to be doing this one. And clearly, NBC yeah. agrees because they've already pulled it from the schedule. So well, good. Must see TV. Um, let's see what else we got. We're rounding them out here. Um, the politician on Netflix. I did see this one. Uh, next, um, <laughs> raising yeah. Dion. Is this about Celine Dion? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, and then, <laughs> and well, every episode's a different Dion. So it's mm-hmm. Celine episode one, episode two is Dion Sanders. Mm-hmm. Dion uh, Warwick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just there. the one on Dion Lewis is. Pretty lame. Pretty yeah. Pretty yeah. <laughs> but on a third a down, there. <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, gets yes. you nine. Yeah, I did not care for the politician at all. I'm yeah, I'm just not a Ryan Murphy guy. It, the, it doesn't. He's a like everything he does looks great. It's very well put together, and the production's great, and the aesthetic is all. And I just I always hate his. I just think it's the he. I don't know. I don't know that he's ever created somebody who is not like super mean spirited. And I just get really, it beats me down every time. So not, not a fan. Rizzing Dion. I like though. I, I will definitely, I will go back and watch that series. Um, I haven't had time yet, but it was really good and interesting. Yeah. Michael Plus. B. Jordan and such. Um, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah. Let's speed round through these. Yeah. We only got a few more here. <laughs> yeah. Let's, cr- um, let's crush them. The unicorn about Kristaps Porzingis. Apparently. Uh-huh. <laughs> Nice. Loved it, obviously. Yeah. Um, I'm a big fan. I did see the unicorn on CBS. Uh, Walton Goggins is single, but is and ready to mingle. Yeah. That's What's funny is them trying to pass him off like like women are swiping right all day on Walton Goggins. Yeah. I had that thought too. I was like, like what? Really? I mean, I love Walton Goggins, one of my favorite actors in the world. Would not say he's a great looking dude. I don't know. I know. But- I was no. confused by this too. Steve Buscemi <laughs> passed, which that was thank God. Really wouldn't have made sense there. Yeah, yeah. And not even like normal Steve Buscemi. It was Steve Buscemi from Mr. Deeds. That's what they were shooting <laughs> with the crazy eyes. But um, yeah, I, I watched two, I watched three episodes of this because of Walton Goggins because I just I love Walt Goggins and I hope it's kind of like Alice and Janie with. Uh, with mom it's like yeah. gosh i hope this goes for 10 seasons and he makes so much money off of it and i will not watch another episode because it's yeah. just really cbse and not not my thing but it has a really great cast and i i wish the best for for goggins and the problem and the is rest. too it's single camera so it kind of eats up a lot of his year yeah that's true whereas that's true mom alice and janey still makes like four movies <laughs> so we still get <laughs> yeah. good alice and janey movies Seriously. except she yeah. gets to be rich and be really choosy about what movies she does yeah that's true. It's a good and point. this is going to eat up 11 months of his year, <laughs> which is a bummer. It's just so weird seeing him who, I mean, he's just, he has this a completely unique speech pattern and he delivers lines as well, if not better than anybody in Hollywood. And then he's just delivering kind of crappy CBS sitcom lines. <laughs> it's, it's just, it's got to be very odd for him as well as, yeah. as the viewers. I'm like, really? I got to say a- this? All right. Everyone better than Cat Dennings did, so there's that at least. Yeah. <laughs> All right, yes. what else All right. we got? What, uh, uh, we got uh, just a few more here. Um, the Paul Rudd Show, Living With Yourself on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, I did see this one. Really, really funny. I didn't know they were doing a TV show, but I'm glad they did because it feels like a movie that would be funny for about, I don't know, 40 minutes, and then unless it's really got <laughs> something in the second act, it would lose you. So this keeps it contained. And uh, into kind of 20, 30 minute episodes. And this is a fun binge. Uh, Living with herself on Netflix. I'm sure we'll be having have another season. Yeah. Um, I watched half of it last night. I cannot tell you how thankful I was to find out that they were 30 minute episodes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I fully Basically expected that. Is, is great. I love yeah, her. I'm totally. really excited. She's yeah. kind of getting a moment from that show. She's, to me, is kind of the star of that show. Yeah. That's very good. Uh, in, or at least very interesting. It's fun and it's it's Paul Rudd and it's, I, I I will definitely finish this one for sure. The last one I wanted to mention here. Uh, we can skim over Batwoman and Nancy Drew on the CW. Uh, I have not seen either of those, but I've not heard good things about either. Um, the last one I wanted to mention was Watchmen on HBO. 
because this is a this is a great pilot. I was floored by it. I watched it like two times and then one time with it in the background, um, mm. on the just to kind of get absorbed in the world and the characters and the kind of exposition of the first episode. Um, this is a cool interpretation of it, man. I really really like what what Lindelof's done with this first episode. You know, Trent Reznor doing the soundtrack. Trent Reznor Atticus Ross doing the soundtrack is is awesome. Um, I like the political satire that they're doing so far, you know, only, only two episodes in, but, um, this, you know, feels like a show that could go somewhere and say something if it wants to. Um, and it was very well done, really produced uh, high quality, you know, HBO is putting the money in. I think they learned their lesson with game of Thrones. It's like, if you make stuff look great, people will notice, you know, instead of just kind of, uh, getting by so you know it has a movie cinematic quality to it and uh, this one was solid man i'm ex- i'm just anxious to see where they're going to go because knowing watchmen the the comic you know they could take the story several different ways you know and i don't know how much they're going to stick to that so it'll be fun but cool. was 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 really interested with this pilot man loved loved what they were doing with this world and their interpretation of it was really cool um what'd you guys think of watchmen if you've seen it yeah. yeah, I liked it. I, I better, you know, it's that it's if this kind of series had existed ten years ago and that movie came out, it definitely would, probably would have been a series instead of a movie. And we'd mm-hmm. all be the better for it because it probably wouldn't have been Zack Snyder then. But uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's a it's a cool world that's I don't think ever really been tapped into accurately. Even the comic book I feel like leaves a lot on the table. It's one of the few graphic novels I've read. I know it's a classic and everything. It's such a great premise, but. I feel like it only executes on like 80% of its promise in my opinion. Mm. And hopefully the show, I like that they're not doing a straight adaptation. It's kind of just an exploration of the world. Maybe the show can, can do that. Cause it's something I always want to like, and then I'm always kind of like let down by it. So what about you, yeah. Ryan? Did you see it? I did. I watched it last night. Uh, and I loved it. I always kind of, I wish I'd had time to go and watch the second episode, but it was, it was already pretty late and it looks incredible love the color palette and the uh the aesthetic of the costumes and all of it it looks awesome it's got a really interesting premise i don't really know how it all ties into watchmen at all beyond the the rorschach masks and stuff but i know in our discord channel somebody or server or whatever somebody i think thomas posted uh a couple of links to explainers on that kind of thing and i anticipate going back and look but i can't wait to watch this one this was really interesting and cool like there's a bunch of pilots this year except for unbelievable which i binged all of that really fast there were several the spy and criminal and uh raising dion and modern love which we didn't touch it was really interesting and, and good and and uh has some great actors there was a lot of stuff i was like man this is cool i'm gonna definitely come back and watch this uh and then Watchmen. i was like oh i would like to watch 10 episodes of this right now this was that yeah. was awesome that yeah was i awesome was like pilot. holy Holy moly! I was like, that was one of the, the one of the better too. pilots Gosh. I've seen, yeah. and yeah, it feels like a long time. You know, I uh, love what they did with the police, like not having the weapons and then wearing the masks and all mm-hmm. that, and what Regina they're doing King with Rorschach. Bangs, man! Oh She's yeah, so awesome. And Tim Blake oh, Nelson gosh. in this show yeah. too is going to be yeah. great. Don Johnson too. I mean, oh, it was a, that was yeah. a rocking pilot. I, I, I really loved it. Really enjoyed it. All right, uh, that's it. That's the Rants and Raves Pilots episode. Like I said, I think Carol's second act is going to be here in nine seasons and Watchmen, and that's basically it. That's all. That's only like <laughs> shows that I thought, hey, you know, maybe Bless the Hearts has some potential to stay around. Mixed-ish. Um, maybe Stumptown. Stumptown, Stumptown might, yeah. might be okay. If but I was to I bet, just, I that's know. what I would bet on probably yeah. would be. Sure would be a stump town to be around for at least two seasons, but uh, right. everything else of the network shows, I think stump town's the only one that I will go back and revisit at some point. I think I don't, yeah. I don't anticipate, I don't anticipate caring about emergence or Batwoman or all rise or whatever. Um, now that we're done with, with the pilot stuff. Well, well, that wraps it up for Rants and Raves 2019 Pilots Edition. We'll return around this time next year to see what else they've got up their sleeve and hoping that we will set the DVR to and uh, tune in every week to make these shows worth their time and money. But thank you 
for your time, for listening. Um, if you want more from us, you can find all of our episodes at madaboutmoviespodcast.com and in that VIP page. But uh, Brian, where can we find you online, sir? You can find me on the Twitter, Beagle12. You can find my writing at madaboutmoviespodcast.com and the Mad About Movies Podcast newsletter, which will be out later this week. Richard, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on social media at Richard Barden. Kent, where can I find you? You can find me on the social media at Kent Garrison and find all our episodes at madaboutmoviespodcast.com. Like I said, if you want some of those uh, VIP episodes, definitely check out that VIP feed. We do more than one episode a week, including our AMA, which is dropping right now on the uh, on the uh, VIP, too, where our VIPs ask us a ton of questions. We do an exclusive episode answering all their crazy, fun questions about the show, about life, and about your favorite movies. So check that out if that interests you. I'm at aboutmoviespodcast.com slash VIP. But until next week... We'll be back with another episode of Mad About Movies here on the main feed. Until then, we'll see you at the cinema. Goodbye. Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling, tossed salads and scrambled eggs. And maybe I seem a bit confused. Yeah, maybe, but I got you pegged. <laughs> but I don't know what to do with those tossed salads and scrambled eggs. They're calling again. Scrambled eggs all over my face. They're making me ya ya. Your salads and scrambled eggs. They're calling again. <laughs> <laughs>